Welcome to the most informative dog training podcast on the planet. My name is Robert Crawford, and this is The Other Side of the Leash. My name is Robert Crawford, and this is Crawford's Canine Academy. This podcast is called The Other Side of the Leash, and today we have joining us Robbie Crawford, my five-year-old son. He's going to tell us a couple of things that we do and don't do when dealing with dogs from a kid's perspective. This is probably a podcast that you may want your children to listen to because it might help them out a little bit. So, Robbie, can you say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. Oh, he doesn't sound really enthusiastic, does he? So what happens, Robbie, if a dog is jumping up on you? What do we want to do? How do we act? What's it called? What do we do when a dog jumps up on us and they're scratching us and we don't like it? How do we get them to stop? What is it called? What do we do? Be a tree. Be a tree. Well, that's pretty cool. So let me ask you a question. When you're being a tree, what is one of the things that you do? How do you stand? Straight up. Straight up. Why do we do that? Because if the puppy's trying to jump on you again or nip on you, you won't jump. You won't. They won't be able to knock us down? Yeah. yeah and now what do we do with our arms? Put them on your chest. And we don't, we don't, what, what do we not want to do? We don't want to push them, right? Right. Because what will they think then? They'll think that we're playing with them and, uh... And they'll might nip us a little, huh? Yeah. That's very good. Now, there's one more thing we do. What do we do? What look do we do? Look away. The, look away. Very good. We look away because dogs are visual learners. So they learn by looking at us and learning what we do. That's very good. Now, let's talk about a couple things that we don't want to do with dogs. Name something we don't do with a dog. Do we pull their tail? No. No. Why not? Because if we pull their tail, then... They might what? They might bite us. Oh. And hurt us. And we don't like that, right? We don't want to do that. So, let me ask you this. What's a good way to play with the dog? What can we do? Can we get a big toy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's another way? What 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 would be a really cool thing to do with the dog running? Uh, chasing the dog and then the dog maybe chasing us back. And then you jump on the ground oh. and he will stop and not see you anymore. Oh, so kind of playing hide-and-go-seek a little bit? Now, we don't want to do that with a dog that's jumpy and scratchy on us, but a dog that's not jumping and not scratching, we can play hide-and-go-seek or we can play chase, right? Right. That's pretty cool. So, Robbie, what do we do if we see a dog that we don't know? Do we go up and just pet the dog? No. No, why not? Because 
because we don't know if they might bite us or not. That makes sense. So let's say that we're in Walmart and we see a person and they have a dog walking beside them with a little vest on. Do we go up and pet that dog? No. No? Why not? Because then the dog might bite us. Possibly. Well, what if the dog's working? What kind of dog would that be called? Uh, a service dog. A service dog. That means he's doing a job for his owner, right? Right. And we don't want to pet that dog because then he might not do his job, right? Right. Very cool. Now, we can ask. We, it's always really cool to ask if we can pet a dog, but we don't just walk up and pet them. Now, Robbie, if I had to ask you what your favorite thing to do ever with a dog, ever with a dog, what do you think your favorite thing to do would be? Run, you like, chase it back, you like, run over to the other side of the house where the other couch is. <laughs> so you like running back and forth with the dogs in the house? And then jumping on the couch, the dog will look everywhere for you, then you'll go somewhere bestest. And kind of hide from them? Yeah. So hide go seek. You like that with JB, don't you? And JB searches and finds you. Is that pretty cool? Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Robbie. Thank you for hanging out with me today. And thank you for telling me some really cool things and how we deal with dogs. Thank you, okay? Okay. You say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Just a recap. One of the things that we don't want to do. We don't want to push a dog when they jump on us. Um, there is this thing called alpha dog training where, you, where they put their knee into the dog. We, we don't do that at Crawford's Canine Academy. We believe in repetition and consistency. So we're going to be consistent in doing the same thing every time and we're going to make sure that we keep that going each time they do it. So when a dog jumps on us, we be a tree, meaning we stand still. And this is for adults as well. Stand still, put your arms up high over your chest, and look away. So what we're telling the dog is, we're not going to interact with you. We're not going to touch you. Uh, I'm not going to keep telling you off and down and putting my hands on you. I'm going to ignore you. And by looking away, that's natural dog language. Dogs are visual learners. So when they see us, and they see us looking away, it's the same thing as if they see a dog in a, in a normal conversation with another dog and that dog looks away from them, it's telling them, I'm not interested right now. And we do this in our everyday conversation as humans and we don't even realize it. I'm sure that you have been somewhere having a conversation with somebody and you've lost interest. And what did you do? Your eyes kind of rolled away and looked up in the sky and you thought of something or you saw something else. You started paying attention to that. That person got the cue. They ended the conversation and you went about your day. No disrespect or anything needed. No conversation needed. It's just a natural way to end the communication at the time. Now, when the dog puts all four paws on the floor, now they don't have to sit. But when they're putting all four paws on the floor, then we reach down and interact with them. If they jump, then we stand up and do it again. Robbie also made a good point about not grabbing on the dog's tail because we don't want dogs to bite us. That's just not cool. Plus, it hurts the dog when we pull on their tail. 
laying on top of them is another thing that's really not good. It seems pretty cute, but when you lay on top of a dog, you're squishing them, and it doesn't feel good. Kids don't like it when they get squished. Dogs don't like it either. A good way to play with the dog, though, is playing chase. Now, we don't do that with dogs that are nippy or jumpy because we're encouraging them to do the nipping and the jumping, which is sometimes called hurting. With a calmer dog or a dog that's playful without jumping or nipping at you, it's really good to play hide-and-go-seek or just to run and chase back and forth. They love it. Chase is a natural game for a dog, so we encourage that. Just a couple of things that we didn't mention. One of them would be body language for a dog. Now, I won't go into all the intricacies of the body language, but I will say this. A lot of people seem to think that just watching the tail is all you need to do, but that's just not true. The tail can give you so many mixed signals. For instance, a tail that is wagging back and forth steadily at an, at an even pace doesn't necessarily mean that the dog is in a good mood or it's happy or, or it's just comfortable. It could also mean that it's calculating, that it is a status seeker, for instance. Um, a high tail, different dogs, they carry their tail high anyway. Some dogs carry their tails low. So unless you know all the different types of breeds and know how all the dogs carry their tails and all the different body language positions that their mouth is in, where their paws are facing, if the fur's up on their neck, if their body's hunched, if you can't put all that together in a split second, then we don't want to prejudge on what a dog's doing. But a couple of quick ways that we can figure that out, some really quick tips. One is if a dog's eyes are kind of squinted, its mouth is open and its tongue is hanging out, it's probably not going to bother you. It's in a good mood, it's comfortable, and it's probably panting, trying to cool down a little bit. When a dog, on the other hand, is wide-eyed, and its mouth is a little closer, or if its mouth is wider open and, and it snarl back and you can see the teeth, that's a pretty good sign that dog is going to either bite or be fearful or aggressive. And a lot of times people will think dogs are aggressive, but really they're just fearful, they're scared. But a scared dog can still hurt you. Dogs have loaded weapons. Those are the teeth in their mouths, and they can hurt you. So we have to be really careful in how we deal with them. The really good rule of thumb here is just like we talked about with Robbie, if you see a dog that you don't know, don't touch it. That's for adults as well. Just don't touch it unless you're trained on how to deal with dogs because you risk getting bit. And then that dog get, is risking putting euthanasia, putting it to sleep. And that's just not something that we want to do. Another good point, if you're walking your dog and a stray dog comes running up to you, immediately go the other way. You do not want a stray dog to say hi to your dog because you don't know if that dog is aggressive. You don't know if that dog is going to react. Just because the dog doesn't bark, and actually because the dog doesn't bark or growl and just keeps coming at your dog, that's actually a sign that that dog may come straight up and bite because there's no warning signs, no playful signs. There's no introduction from dog to dog. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to put our dogs in a situation and you really don't want to put yourself in the middle of two dogs that are fighting each other. It's just not a good idea. So thank everybody for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it and we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. This is Robert Crawford with Crawford's Canine Academy. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash Crawford's K9s. That's Crawford's, the letter K, the number nine, the letter S. If you have any questions or concerns, you can either message us there or you can drop us a message here, a voice message to star in one of our future podcasts. Again, thank you for joining us and have a wonderful day. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad dog.